Welcome to Healer's Happy Hour. I'm your host, Anne. On the show, we discuss meaningful conversations with healers in various fields and modalities. In this podcast, you can expect to learn more on the connection of the mind, body, emotion, and spirit, as well as our purpose here today. So sit back, take a sip of your favorite drink, and enjoy today's topic. Cheers. Welcome, welcome. This is Healer's Happy Hour. I'm your host, Anne. And today I am honored to have with us here, Michelle from Divine's Purpose. Welcome, Michelle. Welcome, goddess. Thank you. Yes. Of course, of course. Uh, a little bit about Michelle. If you don't know, if you don't follow her, which you should right after this podcast, Michelle is a spiritual teacher and she's a shadow work teacher. She teaches Christ consciousness, sacred sexuality, God and goddess consciousness. Uh, she currently has a wonderful temple, sacred temple that is VIP and It's offered to only those who subscribe to her membership for it. And you get these great channeled messages from her a few times a week. I'm a part of it. So if you aren't already, sign up for that as well. Let's get into it, Michelle. (laughs) What are you drinking tonight? Because this is happy hour after all. So you said to grab a drink and I did. And my drink of choice is Kraken. Yes. It's for those who are deep sea creatures who love treasure and mystery in the darkness of the sea. So I love that. That suits your shadow work as well that you are always teaching and embodying. So I love it. And what are you drinking? I'm drinking. So I'm based in Seattle. We have this dry soda company and they do really great botanical flavored drinks. And this one is a lavender one and it's quite tasty. And I have it, my nice fancy healer's happy hour goblet. So salute. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for coming. So good to see you. Mm. So great to see you too. You look amazing. Thank you. You do too. I just want to preface for those who are listening. If you are happening to drink alcohol, while you're listening to this, please don't do so while operating heavy machinery or driving. Anyways, now yeah. out of the way. <laughs> yeah, so Michelle, thank you again. I, Ms. Michelle, I, I consider you a sister. I'm just so happy to have you here today. And you're my very first guest on this podcast. And, and to start, Tell us a little bit about yourself, what what you would like to share with everyone, how you got into this, what was maybe a catalyst that got you into this work? Well, I've actually started awakening back in 2012 through conspiracy theories. Um, But, you know, that is a cycle that's just full of confusion and rage, to be honest with you. However, there's a lot of truth. So I've been a truth seeker, I believe, most of my life. However... 
I did fall into the twin flame journey back in 2017 when I met my catalyst um, physically and I didn't know about the journey. I know nothing about it. And the next day my gallbladder exploded and that was the beginning of the journey for me. (laughs) (laughs) And what is the gallbladder? Do you know what that rules? What kind of energy is involved with that? Yes, very strong deep wounded emotions oh interesting wow yeah Yeah. sure (laughs) so I, I I definitely had that awakening however I didn't know I was part of the twin flame journey I didn't know what a twin flame journey was um I was a fashion photographer creative director and I was totally in the matrix world you know trying to do my thing um and by the end of 2018 my entire life was transformed and I was fully on mission as a divine feminine. And that's when I started doing what I do as a spiritual teacher. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and like I said, if you don't follow Michelle, you really should. Her posts, like just looking at them are aesthetically stunning and gorgeous. And I get inspired by them every day. So follow Thank her. Follow her. <laughs> yes, please follow, please. <laughs> Let's get into that a little bit. So you touched on twin flames and that's what I wanted to gear this episode towards. Uh, Just because, you know, recently I just, I discovered personally that I am on a twin flame journey and I took one of your classes and everyone in the class, you were like, who's on a twin flame journey? And everyone but myself raised their hand because at that time I was kind of like denial about it and like, oh, this is just a karmic partner. I don't think he's my twin flame. And then slowly, like over the last few months, I'm like, oh no, this, this is a twin flame. He's totally twin flame. And you have said that no one else, and I love this, no one else can tell you who your twin flame is. You have to discover it yourself, which is so empowering. So let's get to that a bit. What, what a twinner twin flame is. Well, a twin flame really, first of all, is an energy. Um, you have to remember that when you awaken to the twin flame journey it's the beginning to your divinity so there's a lot of steps Um, and the beginning steps are very confusing because there's a lot of different teachers that teach through codependency Mm. so twin flame is an energy and it's a soul contract you make because you're an old soul and you're like, I'm done doing this. I need to awaken and I need to rise into my ascension quick. Mm-hmm. So we have made soul contracts to be twin flames mm-hmm. in this specific life. Now, a twin flame is also someone that you meet that triggers the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, totally. I love the explanation. I absolutely love that. That totally resonates. and you know, before I was thinking about this podcast all throughout this week before we had it. And the, the word that came to mind yesterday is I'm like, twin flames are freaking annoying. They are freaking annoying. Like, I love how it gets so romanticized and blown out of proportion. Like, oh, it's going to be this romantic fairy tale. They are so triggering and so annoying. <laughs> so it is. That kept coming up. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But romance, romantic partnerships are karmic relationships. Um, yep. There's four different types of relationships. Um, so the twin flame, you know, if you're not fully awake and you're just starting the journey, mm-hmm. you are actually all three of those karmic 
relationships because you don't realize the twin flame is really the mirror of your own divinity. Ah, that makes sense. That's why it's really an energy. Right, right. What are the three types of relationships that you were touching on? Well, there's four. So one is physical, physical, romantic, soulmate, divine counterpart. Ah. So the first three are all karmic in nature, meaning they're all lessons. Okay. And the divine counterpart is the one that you already married in heaven, meaning God has placed both of you here for a bigger purpose than just having, you know, all the human relations. Right. It's that Jay-Z, Beyonce, power couple energy that, uh, who I know you love, <laughs> who are movers and shakers in this world, for sure. <laughs> well, they're, they're twinners, you know, they're definitely twinners. You can tell even by, you know, Beyonce's Lemonade album that was all about the divine feminine going through her dark night of the soul, you know, and understanding what it is to um, also be initiated as goddess and priestess. That's the Lemonade album. Mm, I got saying that yeah. I, because I, everybody know. thought like formation was ladies let's get in formation it's like ladies let's get information let's rise and rise as divine feminine there's a lot of um secret energy behind it sorry B you know I'm your girl but I'm releasing it <laughs> oh do because I think it, for a lot of people it's just a fun pop song pop album but really there is so much depth to it. I was getting chills because I was thinking of that video where she's like underwater and then it all just rushes out. And then- Yeah, so it's called denial. And then it goes into Oshun energy, which is Oshun, the goddess Oshun of the, of the water. And she's coming through, she's opening the floodgates because mm-hmm. the feminine is the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so that's Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, that's Beyonce. <laughs> um, what are some misconceptions that you find with the twin flame journey and, and twinners in general? Everything. Um, <laughs> you know, it's beautiful to witness and it's also beautiful to experience. You know, I believe the biggest part is the codependency that people do not want to look at. Like there's so much, but I'm going to go straight. No chaser. You know how I do. Yeah. It's, it's the codependency. It's, you know, thinking that someone is there to complete you. It's thinking that you have to wait for someone to awaken. You know, it's, it's thinking that you have to, you know, um, suffer because someone else is in karmic energy. That's like, that's all codependency. Right. right. So that would be my answer. Yeah. A word that popped up in my mind when you were describing that is also being held back, like waiting for this person, you know, to show up or to show up as you're imagining your ego's imagining and it's holding you back from your journey. So we can't allow that. We just can't. So beautifully said, because if your twin is your mirror, that means you're waiting for yourself to awaken. You're holding yourself back. Yep. It's a very higher consciousness energy. And that's why twin flames are so amazing because I feel like there's someone, I feel like the energy's there. Anyways. Um, yeah. yeah, it's someone coming through. That's why it's okay. Oh. Um, is home. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the higher consciousness, you know, understanding that it is a divine mirror. So it's all about where are you holding yourself back from your divinity because we've done this already, meaning we haven't chosen to ascend through the motion of codependency for lifetimes. Right, right, right. Now's the time we come into this life to break that, to break that cycle and to transform literally and figuratively. Absolutely. Ooh, beautiful, beautiful. So you talked a little bit about the four different types of partners and I've heard of, you know, karmic partners as well and soulmates and all of that, but really those also have been romanticized into something that they're not. And uh, the twin flame journey is just one where, where, like you said, it's a catalyst and it is, it is karmic in a way it's there to show you what you need to work on in this lifetime. Um, so yeah, is there anything else you can touch on, on, on the different partners and the different? Well, the one thing I want to say is that everything and everyone is karma. Because mm. karma lessons. Mm -hmm. So there's karmic energy in everything. Karmic energy can be good or bad, depending on what you're experiencing. Meaning, for example, um, you know, if I gave someone my meal because they're homeless on the street, karma has been given. But it could be good karma versus bad. Right, right. Soulmates, it's exactly what it is. Mates. It's like British friendships. Like you and I are soulmates. We're sisters. We're soulmates. So it's the same energy. You know, there's all these different types of relationships because you said partnerships, but there's only one partnership and that's the divine counterpart energy. Okay. So, so yes, twin flames and divine counterparts can be the same person okay. if we're going to break it down as in a soul and a body. However, you can also be awakened to the twin flame journey, but this soul, that twin chose not to ascend. Okay. So God creates the divine counterpart to come in that has ascended who can meet you on that level, right? Eye to eye. Right, right. And meet you to do the mission because we're here to do mission. We're not here to be married and have children. We're here to be the messengers of God. Right, right. That totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. But unfortunately, the twin flame journey, they don't want to rise into that responsibility so they get entrapped with the romantic stories of it all. Right. That makes sense. And there are instances, like you said, like Beyonce and Jay-Z who end up together. And I'm, I'm not saying that as, as to give people like this false hope or this like, oh, maybe you'll end up with your twin because I do also think they're very toxic twin dynamics. And that is your call to leave that situation and to go and grow on your own and, and do your own healing. But there are instances where twins do end up together too. We've uh, seen, and I guess then that would make them a divine counterpart if we're getting into the nitty gritty. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of twin flames that are together. They don't even know that they're twins. Like the label hasn't even been recognized. Um, you know, in the end of the day, they're just labels, mm -hmm. but we have to speak it because that's how we teach it. Like what else are we going to do? Just shake our boobs all the time. People are going to know what we're talking about. <laughs> So it's that aspect of, you know, understanding if you're going to claim divine counterpart, you have to also claim that you're also married in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. So you can't hide anything from one another. 
No. no. You know, it's a very um, sacred, but very intense connection. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I see that and I feel that. I've, I've witnessed that. Yeah. If you've experienced twin flames, please feel free to comment in the below comments. We'd love to hear from you on your journey and what you've experienced with them. Another question I have for you, Michelle, is for 2022, this is the year of the lovers in tarot, that card, you know, the two counterparts. Do you have any sort of messages around that of what's to come for 2022 for twin flames, divine counterparts, God, goddess energy, what, whatever? Do you have any messages around that? Absolutely. First and foremost, it's your union, harmony, and love. However, we have to look at masculine and feminine within ourselves first, meaning if you're not in union with yourself first, please don't think you're going to be in union with anybody else, um, because that is the real love story. That's true. Nothing is more clear than being in union with yourself. Okay, so let's bring it back. Let's bring it back into the real energy, um, and that should bring you happiness and joy. Now, if you're ready and you need in yourself and you understand that there is this beautiful energy that's open. Um, yes, this is the year where a lot of partners will be coming together because they've been prepped for the last three to five years for mission. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we look at the year number six, six is about harmony and balance, right? So there's a lot of scales that will be balanced in this year as well. Ooh. So there is a lot of beautiful energy to those of us who have um, opened our third eye is what I'm hearing. Mm, that makes sense. Do the work and you will be gifted, which Absolutely. a lot of us have been. I know last year in particular, 2021 was a, was a challenging year for myself, for many people. And I feel like- Oh, there's, there's horns in line for my water confirmation. Continue. Yes, bless. There was just honking outside if you didn't catch that on the audio. Um, so that confirms just how challenging 2021 was. I think we all went through a collective dark night of the soul. I think to an extent, we're still going through that. We're still all doing shadow work as we always are. And it's quite honestly like a breath of fresh air to to just know, oh, okay, you know, God is giving us these blessings in 2022. Like we've done the work, we've been through the mud. Like I'm just picturing going under barbed wire, army crawling our way through. And now it's like, oh, great. We're going to see that sunshine and yeah. And just happiness. Yeah. And you know, the honking to me reminded me of a wedding, you know, it was that honking, you know, when they have that beautiful white Rolls Royce that it's like they're honking because they're like people are married. There is a lot of people who will be literally getting married this year. Beautiful. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah. That's great. And that's what you desire, of course. You know, not everybody desires that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you posted something the other day that really resonated too, is that some of us, and this goes back to balancing your own masculine and feminine energies within you and finding that love and happiness from within you first. Yeah. You said something in one of your posts, like I think it was last week that said, you know, sometimes we aren't met in this life to marry and that's okay. Like 
some of us are not called to do that or to, to even find that partnership. And that's okay. And I think, again, like from Hollywood, from the patriarchy, the way things are, it's like that to our ego can be so hurtful. Like, I think a lot of people have this vision. Oh, I need to be with someone. I need to be with someone. I'm going to be alone. Wow. You know, but that's, that's not what we're called to all the time. You're right. And the thing is, though, it's hard because it's such a human experience. And the twin flame journey is to let go of the human and rise into divinity. So that's like, I get that. And it's difficult, you know, obviously me also being a woman and growing up, you know, wanting a marriage and all these things that we were programmed Mm -hmm. to believe, but we understand, you know, the programs are the illusions we're trying to break. So marriage is union with self. And, you know, if God blesses you with the divine counterpart, then you're already married in the higher realm. So it doesn't really matter. And the end of the day is just, you know, respect the illusion and honor your truth and play the game. So if you want to have a wedding, then go for it, play. Like that's, that's your choice. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Enjoy. You know, my guides are always reminding me, like, enjoy being human, have fun, have these experiences don't take it. They're always saying to me, even before this call, they reminded me again, because I was a little nervous, to be honest. And they were like, don't be so serious. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Right. Check your boobs. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I'm in a really like oversized sweater because it's cold here. But <laughs> you can still shake it. Everybody who's watching, shake it, shake it. If you're happy, you better be shaking something. You know what I'm saying? Bless. Exactly. Bless. Bless. <laughs> Well, I, we are blowing through this quite quickly, to be honest. I, I thought we were going to take a lot longer, but that's totally fine. Everything's divine timing. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to share with us, Michelle, for, for the year ahead or, or just like an energy you want to share with the collective? It doesn't even have to be twin flame related. Well, I would like to touch base on the corners because I want to talk to the corners specifically because if you are just awakening to the twin flame journey, you're welcome. You have us to help you because when we awoke in, when I woke into it, there was not a lot of information mm-hmm. and we get very confused. You fall back into cycles. You fall back into codependencies, not really knowing. Twinners, please remember this journey is about you and your divinity. Now, when I say that, we are in service to God, not service to self. Okay. A lot of twinners are service to self. That's still very karmic in nature and also very destructive. We're in service to God, therefore we are in service to humanity. Seek the help you need. Definitely have someone that is coaching you and a healer. Invest, invest, invest. It's so important. And please understand that this is all about ascension. The one thing I do want to say is ask yourself, what is the purpose of being in a divine counterpart or a twin flame relationship? Because there's only one answer, really. Yep. But everybody will have their own answer. Is it wrong? Is it right? No, it's your truth. But there is only one answer for God. What is your answer? If I ask you, you, what is your purpose for divine counterpart? And I'll say it that way versus twin because divine counterpart has a higher energy. My purpose for a divine counterpart, I would say, is to work together to raise the consciousness really on the planet for God, 
like really to work for God and that's it. And you know what? A few months ago, you asked me that question and it was different. <laughs> so, so I'm getting it. I'm getting it now. <laughs> and that's beautiful because we honor everybody's journey. You know, we have to remember we're all walking each other home. So if you feel like you're being judged or triggered, it's because we are shining something within your shadow that needs to be addressed. Um, but also you know, the true answer of the twin flame or the divine counterpart journey is to ascend. That is the only answer because it is the motion of how can I birth Christ, which is divinity, in my partner? How can we birth Christ in one another? Mm -hmm. It's the ascension. Amen. Amen. And another thing I've been really thinking about lately, um, Dolores Cannon has talked about how light workers or, or the second wave of them are just here to be pillars, just to hold the light. And so many times I think people look towards people, maybe like Jay-Z and Beyonce, oh, I have to be this power couple. I have to be this big grandiose thing. And that's actually not the case for many people. You just being in this you know, great partnership with your divine counterpart and you both embodying the light and embodying God is all that you need to do. And you can do that with or without a divine counterpart. I'm not saying you need that. I'm just saying that is at the core of what we're called to do um, and raise the vibration on the planet really. So just want to mention that as well. And that, and that we shouldn't get so caught up in the partnership of it. Cause like you said, it really, really comes down to ourselves. Well, see, that's beautiful because now you've showcased the shadow of comparison. Yep. And that's beautiful because the thing is, to be honest with you, a lot of twinners compare their journey to other people. Yes, I believe it. You, it's true. It's okay, guys. Listen, we all know we've all been there. Oh, yeah. We have our own soul path, meaning some of you may be public and some of you may not. And yes. you said it perfectly. You're supposed to just embody that energy and just be a better person. Like yeah. Christ consciousness is just be a better person. Yeah. Amen. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And I do want to say to the twinners as well is that, you know, don't be scared of saying I need my masculine or I need my feminine. Because at the end of the day, if you know that divine union is close energetically, you can feel it, even if you don't know the person or if you do, you do have to, you do need each other. Um, because there's a bigger mission there when you're together and that's why it's called you know power couple mm -hmm. um it creates a different type of energy when the two like the king and queen remember guys this is not sex it's all energy so it doesn't matter what like if you're a man or a woman but the king and queen energy stand together and hold that power it, it's the power of numbers right right Thank you. I actually meant to say that too earlier too, is it is all about an energy. So there's no, you know, physical aspect of it that, that has to correlate. You don't have to be, if you're traditionally a woman, you don't have to be divine feminine and vice versa. So yeah. Listen, it's the biggest thing I've noticed when I talk about divine masculine energy, everybody's like, Michelle, sometimes you're really rude to the men. I'm like, who's it? I was talking about the men. I was talking about my own masculine energy. <laughs> Like I call out my own masculine energy. When I speak about divine masculine in any way, please understand I always speak for self first. And then it's obviously, it's a mirror. 
So you have to understand that we all have masculine and we all have feminine. I am an emperor and I'm also an empress because yes. it's an energy, it's not a sex. Yes, yes, exactly. I, I love that. That's so important to say is, is the mirroring too that takes place of, I think in a session I've had with you, Michelle, I, I was getting really triggered by certain toxic masculine traits. And she always, this is the thing about what I love about working with Michelle one-on-one, and she brings it back to you. How are you embodying that toxic trait? And then it was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> when you put it right. that way, okay. <laughs> So, but it's true because it's like what you're seeing mirrored to you and other people is what's just going on in yourself internally and, and needs to be brought up. So I'm glad you mentioned the mirroring. That is so important to remember too. Well, hence all the mirrors behind me, you know, a high priest will always have mirrors around her because it's the energy of, I'm just a reflection of you, mm. you know, and we are all reflections of one another. Yes. So, you know, we talk about the twin flame journey, but we have to also understand the twin flames have to hold a higher energy um, and also responsibility to the rest of humanity that is not understanding what's occurring. Um, because there's a lot more occurring, which I believe humanity will actually be awakened to more this year, um, meaning the darkness is really going to be more exposed this year because it needs to awaken more people. I believe that. I believe yeah. that. And that's where us types of healers, light workers come in and help to hold the space. We've been through the darkness, the ones of us that have been through the darkness, the trenches, as I mentioned, and are ready to support and hold that light and embody that for others as well to, to mirror that back out as we were talking about mirroring. Right. And if I may, I would love to talk about light work, you know, and understand the word work is in that word for a reason. Um, Michael Merdad, who's my teacher, he actually created the word and the term light work. He never gets credit for it. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Um, but he specifically used that word because it is work, meaning you do need an energy exchange, you know. It's like you go to, let's say you're a heart surgeon and you go to your job. You know, the heart surgeon is getting paid a salary for doing that job. Right. So the is healing, but on a spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, continue, continue, continue level, that it is work. So you can be a light worker and just stay home and rest and transmute, but you're not working. You're just being a divine being. Light work is when you actually go out and work. Right. right. I just want to say that because I started my mission three years ago, knowing that I will be someone who leads the light worker community in a sense of receiving the equal exchange that you need to survive to do this work. Because a lot of people tend to be broke because they think that I have to be a light worker. I have to just be this most beautiful being and just spread love while people use and abuse me and never give me anything. No, like that's just Peter Pan syndrome. Like you need to understand that light work is real. It takes a lot of energy and please understand that it's work. Mm -hmm. It's work. Being a pillar of light. Yes, we are. Yes. 
Mm -hmm. So when you are doing the work, it is work. Yeah. And I just want to share that because I feel like a lot of trainers specifically just starting, mm -hmm. they use the term light work without understanding what it actually entails. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for saying that too, because I broke that down. I've never heard it explained that way. So thank you. And I'm sure a lot of listeners haven't heard it explained that way. And it's so important because yes, I mean, there, there are times you're in your feminine and you're receiving in and you're resting, but there are times when you're doing the work, the masculine, you let that masculine energy within you drive you forward to do the work and, and put that out there. Like you mentioned, which is exactly. in our life. We need both. We need that balance. And, but you don't know that actually you're doing with yourself. Yep. Because then you're just like, oh, I'm a wounded feminine. I'm a wounded masculine. I'm seeking this. I'm seeking that. When you're in union with yourself, you understand that duality of energy and you're very comfortable in both. You're comfortable in being the empress and being abundant and receiving, but you're also comfortable being the emperor. That is like... I was going to say controlling, but it kind of is, but um, just, you know, very much in order, order yeah. and really much in, I got things covered. I was sort of thinking like that daddy energy, like, don't worry, I'll take care of this. I got this. <laughs> right. within you Within you. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, you will be challenged if you feel like someone else is supposed to take care of you. You know, that's not a part of our journey. No, I was thinking about that the other day too, of that's just a lot to put on someone else is to say, here, here's all my stuff. You figure it out. You do it. Like, no, that disempowers us when we do that. And that disconnects us from God and ourselves, quite frankly, when we do that. Right. And and the other part of it is when you die, you'll come right back to learn that hard lesson of codependency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. No more. I think Michelle and I are done. <laughs> Amen. We're done. I was like, Let's go home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The world is so dense. It's like, okay, I've learned. I've learned. I got to, you know got to end at some point got to end the cycle at some point so absolutely absolutely and you know, it's really beautiful to understand the cycle of life and understand that nothing is promised except for death and if you choose to be eternal and you understand that the soul will continue however does it continue in regards to coming back and learning these lessons or you're returning home because you're you're done with the separation you know Yes, the separation, which is an illusion, all an illusion, you know, being separate from each other, being separate from even your divine counterpart is all an illusion that I've been thinking of that a lot lately, too, of just reflecting on, gosh, when, when I have felt alone, that's a big shadow of mine. I just remember, oh, this is just fear setting in and, and clouding me of like, no, I'm always connected to God, to everyone around me, even if they're not physically here. That's just an illusion so absolutely you know it's, it's so funny that we can throw on and then we step outside and there's birds and there's trees and you know all these living things that are here on this planet and um we just have to understand higher consciousness and we understand that we're not alone though so, you know those lonely times are important because they teach you a valuable lesson in our ascension process they do 
They do. And they have. And I, I've been continuing to learn more about it myself. And I'm sure many, I see that too as another big shadow theme throughout the Dark Knight of the Soul that seems to be going on in the collective is with all everything going on, the lockdowns, everything, people are feeling so isolated and so alone. And, and actually my hope too with this podcast is for people to even just feel that sense of connectiveness, connectiveness, can't talk connectiveness with us and just feel like that, that warmth and that love of God surrounding them and, and not feel like, oh, I'm doing this on my own. I'm so isolated. Cause like you've said too, is we're not doing this alone. We're all walking this journey together. We really are. We are because the thing is, it's like, this is a prophecy. Like this has been prophesied and you have to understand that a lot of us have returned. Um, some people may not understand that, but if you do understand that it's, you felt that in your soul when I said that, um, and a lot of people are going to meet their soul tribe this year, even more, Mm -hmm. you know, just trust the process, stay high vibe. You know, there's a lot of people who are very, and I'm going to trigger people right now. I'm letting you know. But a lot of people are too stuck in their comfort zones, their addictions, or just too lazy to do the work. Mm-hmm. This is the type of work you have to do every single day. There is no day off. It's true. So start doing your mirror work, start connecting with God, start doing your prayers, start journaling. Because I always say if you're not journaling your life, you're faking your life. Mm-hmm. and really understand that you are not alone and there's so many different ways to reach out to soul tribe and to people and you can just tell you're not alone like we're very lucky to be here at this time yes could you imagine if it was going on a hundred years ago and there's no way to connect with anybody unless you like go ride on a horse and knock on someone's door like <laughs> <laughs> And you get shot because they think you're crazy or something. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like we have so much information, too much information. But what I'm saying is that you can always go on something and someone can inspire you and understand that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, I really feel like people should comment down below if you feel alone. Because I think that's, I think if you say I feel alone, I think that breaks free you break free from that because you're finally speaking you're clearing your throat chakra and says yes i feel alone and it's like you're breaking a spell because it's like now you can say okay i'm not alone yep it's true it's a humbling experience of being like oh i feel this way and then it's like as soon as you say like you said open it up through your throat chakra it's like Oh, but I'm not like it, it comes instantly back to no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not alone, I'm not alone. And sometimes like many shadows, you have to keep going with them and going back into them. So that might come up multiple times and it's all, all in divine timing. And yeah. just for you to, to process each and every time that it comes up for you. I want to touch on to Michelle mirror work. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is something I wanted to cover with you tonight. Mirror work is a game changer. And I have mirrors everywhere. <laughs> oh, I have one to my right here. Um, they are amazing. When I first started working with you, you said 
do you have any mirrors around? I was like, yeah, you know, one in my bathroom, one here. She's like, why do you not have more? Why do you not have more mirrors? And it's true. Why didn't I have more? And it's because we've been, especially as women, I think, have been taught to really feel so much shame for our bodies, how we physically look. And then I think that actually ends up blocking us from connecting with ourselves spiritually. And because once I got past my appearance, when I started doing mirror work, my physical appearance, I started looking into the depths of my soul. And that was so transformative for me. So transformative for me going through my own dark night of the soul, everything I've been through mirror work is phenomenal. It is the most magical tool that we have. And that's why there's so many fairy tales. There's so many movies. There's so many fantasies through the motion of the mirror. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of reasons why they also have a lot of horror films that's based out of the mirrors because the mirror is the alchemist, meaning everything is your mirror, everything in life. You know that politician that you fucking can't stand? I don't know if I can swear, but I just did, so bless. Uh, <laughs> that person is your mirror. You know, you know that parent that triggers you? That's your mirror. And, you know, mirror work is literally the key to being an alchemist. Um, I personally have suffered the majority of my life with my physical look. Um, I've had a lot of mental illnesses with it through the past life being a very like, um, you know, like uh, Baba Yaga. Do you know that rich Baba Yaga? I love her. Yeah, but I, I know I live a life looking like that, you know, and it's that energy of understanding that what you see in the mirror, and this is true to form because a lot of people say, Michelle, how much plastic surgery have you had? I was like, none. none. Well, no, I've had a tummy tuck. I've had lots of physical surgeries. I've had a tummy tuck because I've lost 100 pounds, okay. but, but I mean, like, you know, throughout the last few years, and it's because my mirror, has shifted the way I felt about myself so much that I've actually physically shifted my physical appearance. And you see a lot of divine feminine specifically throughout the years change physically. And I know this because I've been a, um, a fashion photographer, so I'm like a master in Photoshop. Yeah. So it's the same as a plastic surgeon. You know how to reconstruct someone's appearance to make them look perfect but there's no such things yeah no that's mirror work amazing you know that brought up something else I've been thinking about too is how come I notice energy healers or or just people that are in this line of work doing God's work doing healing they always look so youthful beyond their years they always look like they have a glow and even when they're going through stuff you know you can just tell there's like something about them and I think you just touched on it and and I think you know, you don't even have to be a healer to have that glow or that youthful appearance. And that's not even what we're striving for at the end of the day anyways. But like you said, mirror work brings it out of you. If you're happy, then you will have a glow. That's Um, that's true. You know, it's because you're in purpose and you have to understand God is not a big man in the sky and there is no God without goddess. And 2022, you guys will be hearing me say this a lot more 
we live in a very male dominant world therefore god has always been in a lot of people's mouths but the goddess has been forgotten there is no god without goddess there is no goddess without god it's all one why because god and goddess is a consciousness and it's the person that's staring at you in the mirror mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. blessed so unless you understand that you are the god and you are the goddess mm -hmm. and get out of those religion programs mm -hmm. that's why the mirror is so important so important and i don't know this message just came through i don't know who it's for might be a listener might be you michelle but mary Lynn just came in fully strong maybe she's someone that you need to explore this year maybe i need to explore working with her more um, just putting that out there for everyone is, as you were talking about how male dominated the world is right now, is that Mary Magdalene energy is such a, it counteracts that to bring more balance to it. And, and her story is very important. I know there's a good book out there on her and her story. I forget the name. I think it's just, just Mary Magdalene or something. So anyway, whoever that message is for, look into that. She might be a, a guide for you through this rebalancing of this earth that we're on. So. Yeah, she's a very important goddess, um, especially for the Twin Flames, because there's a lot of ancient history with her, and she also is someone that a lot of the Divine Feminines specifically can resonate with, because she is one of us. She has walked this path, just like we did, um, in harsher times, more challenging times, but she still did it wonderfully, and understand that she is Yeshua's beloved and they're always together. Yes, yes. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Such an untold story that I just, I just love hearing it because I just feel bad. I feel, I was like, oh, so many years of her being totally thrown through the mud, through the ringer. And, but now we get to speak of her and we get to share her story. And I think that's powerful. And, you know, everything's in divine timing as well. Well, it's so funny because when we talk about Mary Magdalene, a lot of people are like, well, I was her. I'm like, there can't yes. be that thousand different Mary Magdalene. Why is everybody connecting to her so much and so strongly? It's because she's meant to. And she wants you to connect to her that badly because it's all about the embodiment of the divine feminine. If you're not embodying what you're teaching or saying, you're just wasting time. You are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So bring her forward and enjoy the smell of the red rose, you know, and place it where you need it. What chakra do you have right now that is blocked? You know, what chakra do you feel like you need a little bit more help in? Because that's the chakra that she wants to place the red rose on. You know, you can't bring up Mary Magdalene and me not channel. Like, you know, it's like so <laughs> And I think that was why she came through. I think she yeah. was channeled in this. <laughs> welcome Mary Magdalene. You're so welcome to be here. Yeah, you know, it's beautiful because she's always within us, you know, and it's understanding that rose and what does the rose represent, you know? The rose can represent so many things, like especially that we're in Venus energy right now. It's beauty. Beauty, yes. And and love, you know, I'm actually as you're speaking to and you were talking about the chakras, I'm getting for a lot of people, myself included, is the heart chakra. Uh, needs to be looked at right now. And I, I think, I don't know if it's Mary Magdalene telling me I'm working with Aphrodite right now. It could be her too, but look at, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look at that heart chakra as well and see where it's not open, where it's closed. 
all of that. Well, the heart chakra is always the most beautiful chakra to be because it is the balance. We're in year number six. Mm -hmm. There's seven chakras. The heart chakra is the center. So anything underneath it is the human self. Everything above it is the divine self. This is the balance, and this is where Christ consciousness is. Therefore, we're birthing Christ consciousness in our hearts. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot of sense to me. That's right. That's right. That's right. And not to mention um, with divine counterparts, with twin flames, sometimes typically the, the more masculine energy in the relationship or dynamic is the lower chakras and the more feminine is the upper ones. And that heart is the bridge. So taking it all the way back to twin flames that we were talking to, I think that's another message for the collective is, is look at that heart chakra, especially when you're just healing your own energies. You know, like we said, it's not about looking out from yourself for that partner. It's looking within. So I think we're all called at this time to really look at our heart centers, especially, especially with what's going on. Yeah. Big time. And don't be afraid if you're feeling a lot of heartbreak or a lot of pain or a heartburn, it's a part of it because when you expand the chakra or the heart as a muscle, you will feel it like if you went to the gym and you squatted so many times that you're just sore for days, it's the same energy, you guys, okay? So just take care of that heart chakra, it's so important. True, so important, so important. Well, best, Michelle, do you have anything else you'd like to grace our lovely listeners with? Is there anything specific I should finish this off with? Because I have a lot. Whatever you feel called to. I'm very open right now to how you want to end this. Okay. Well, I would say, first of all, thank you for having me. It's been a really amazing energy. And I hope that everybody watching learned something. Please press like, comment below, share this video because it does help. Yes. And um, the last thing I would say to you is to understand that, you know, we are in a very challenging time as a collective. So please just remember to stay high vibrational, really continue doing your work and to really put God first. Like I'm gonna finish this off with God and Goddess energy. Please understand it as a consciousness and it's a consciousness that you embody. And I would suggest you spend the first 10 minutes of your day, the last 10 minutes of your day, giving that energy to God and Goddess. And really be grateful for what you have versus what you do not have. Because your words are so powerful that a lot of people complain about what they do not have is because you're complaining about what you do not have. And therefore you're manifesting it. Mm -hmm. So just being in a place of gratitude and being aware that there is a lot of darkness that will be revealed. So hold your ground. Remember who you are. And, you know, just be in the energy of love because that's what this year is about. So I'll just end it there. Beautiful, beautiful. And reach out if you need support. That's one thing I'm going to add to you. To yeah. Ditto, I second everything you just said. and. If you are struggling during this time, please reach out to Michelle, to a trusted healer, to myself, whoever you feel called to uh, for support. Cheers, Michelle. Cheers to that beautiful message. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much.